This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, September 16th. Mark, how are you doing today? Uh, I was... Doing pretty well until I just, you know, I'm getting bothered now by the management office. Somebody below me has a leak uh, oh. coming into their apartment, so they uh, think it might be coming from our apartment. So now these people are coming in and out of my place. Oh, so now I can't rely on you to be part of this particular call. If you go to me and you hear crickets, you know uh, I'm mm. in my bathroom. Oh, brother. It's just the only weird, that's one of the few things about the um, apartment living that can be very unnerving. My friend Denise, who lives on the Upper East Side, had just kind of finished moving in, done the floors, this, that, and the other thing, right in the beginning of the pandemic. And somebody had a big leak above her mm. and all of her floors had to be redone. Oh, but they couldn't God. be redone because it was a pandemic. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And so you're in a pandemic. You don't want to complain about it. But really, that's a drag. Have you ever been flooded yet by a neighbor? I've never been flooded by a neighbor. Oh, did, did I not tell you what happened to me about my neighbor, my neighbor downstairs? All right. So this guy, he's really a curmudgeon. He's a young curmudgeon. And so when we were doing some work on the apartment, you know, what what you do in New York when you live in apartments is that you send a note to all of your neighbors up, down, and, you know, abutting you saying, we're going to do some work. If it's noisy, let us know. If the contractor doesn't, you know, breaks any of the co-ops rules, let us know. Thank you so much for understanding. And when we did a huge renovation, we sent these massive baskets to people. Like we sent these huge, like $250 Zabar's baskets to everybody at the end, thanking them for their patience, right? This guy did a gut renovation of his apartment and they screwed up his kitchen. He had to do two gut renovations. And I lived with it for two years. The guy never thanked me to had any, never said a word to me. So I already hated him. Okay. So the work gets done. It's fine. Then I mean, maybe two months ago, he sends me an email. Do you know what the email says? He goes, you were so kind to provide me your email address if anything was, uh, you know, if I had any issues. Well, I have an issue. And I was like, uh, the work's done. So I keep reading on. He says, you seem to be um, creating a lot of noise in your apartment very early in the morning. What? I mean, I literally was like, what could that be? I walk in my apartment. I have some hardwood floors and, you know, I do wake up early, but like I'm not doing Irish folk dancing and clomping shoes. I was incensed. But what did I do? I'm going to tell you what I did. I wrote back. I'm very sorry. We'll try make sure to limit any noise. That was it. I have to say that it was one of those things where um, I told my next door neighbor and my next door neighbor said, well, tell him to move to the suburbs if he wants quiet. <laughs> okay, so that's it. That's what I. That's my complaint about noise and w- living in the city, etc. That's my little rant. If anyone else has apartment living stories, you must share with them with us. 
We got an exciting uh, listener to join us today. His name is Edward. He's on the line from the great state of Maryland. Tell us what's going on. How can we help you out? I've recently accepted a position that's going to take me across the country to uh, Washington. Mm. Um, With that, we are selling out of all our house here. Um, We were actually building a house. We're selling that. And I guess my question is that I think we're pretty well set outside of that, but we are going to end up with a lot of cash on hand Mm. and looking to uh, what the right method is to leverage that, to put us in the best position. Um, When we get out there, uh, we will be running for at least a year, probably two, because the market mm-hmm. out there is crazy. Uh, but there is a house purchase in the future at some point. Okay. Now, Edward, you said we, so you have a partner? Yes, my wife and two kids. How old are you guys? In our late 30s. Okay, late 30s. You both work? Yes, we do. Okay. How much do you make together? So combined, um, we are about 320 k Nice. And that's going to be the way it's going to go in Washington State, or will there be more money in Washington State? That is the bump that we will end okay, up Okay, great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Tell me about the two kids. How old are they? We have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, uh, two little girls. Oh, my God. You're going to have your hands full. <laughs> um, okay. So you sell the Maryland place. How much cash will you get from selling the Maryland place? So we actually sold it. Um, oh, great. The proceeds will be $175,000. Great. So that's the cash position. But let's keep talking about what other stuff is out there. So do you already have some money in cash? Do you have some cash that's an emergency reserve already? We do. It's about $35,000. Okay. My annual bonus is split into several payments, uh, one of which we get at the end of this week. Uh, it should be $150,000. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. So you're going to have the 175 in cash and then another 150 on top of it? That's right. Holy crap. Okay. That's amazing. All right. Let's keep going. Any outstanding debt? I'm sure not. Uh, well, we do have one outside of the mortgage mm-hmm. that we'll settle up. Um, I have a boat, but we plan on selling that. And actually, because of the COVID market, we we should be able to sell for what we paid for it. So we'll net a little bit of cash there. Uh, all right. So emergency reserve is thirty five grand. What is your what's it gonna cost to live your life in Washington State, do you estimate? Like how much a month? So between childcare, rent, um, yep. you know, I'm putting it at around eight grand. So out of the money that's in the emergency reserve, we should actually have a little bit more in there, right? I agree. And that was part of the, the plan with the bonus is to mm-hmm. To settle that up to about six months. That makes sense. Okay. So that's good. So we'll put, let's just say 50 goes in there. All right. All right. So then we're going to have 275 in cash, right? 175 from the sale. And that's after everything. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, 
New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What do you have in your old retirement account? Because now you got this, it's a new gig, right? So Oh, uh, no, same company. Ah, uh, okay. So what's in your 401k right now? Mine's about 435. Okay. Hers and, is maybe 120. Okay, got it. And are you using a Roth or a traditional? Uh, both are traditional. She's nonprofit, so she has a 403, but she's using the uh, uh, the post-tax or pre-tax. Okay, so both pre-tax, got it. Other assets? Do you have any money invested in the in a an investment account? Yeah, I have a small um, robo that's about 24,000. Any college money set aside or not? Haven't done that yet. Is that important to you guys? So the only reason we were thinking about it is um, because we'll file taxes in Maryland. I can take advantage of a 529 and, and get a, a small tax cut on our state income tax. Forgetting about the tax situation, do you feel like that is something that is important? Do you want to be able to f- help fund college education for your girls? I do, yes. Okay. And when you think about that, is is it public or private? Do you have a, a sense of that? No, I have no clue. I'm probably closer to the public or state school, mm-hmm. closer to heart, right? That's what I went through. So Yeah, of course. But your <laughs> wife is like, no way they get to go wherever they want. <laughs> I know that right now. Right. Mark, how much money can we dump into the 529 plans? We got 275 grand that is available right now. Um, and I'm feeling like I want to make a big, you know, sort of a big move into the 529. How much of that 275 can we put into college? And how much do we need to keep aside for the future home? Well, that's that's my question is, what does he think a house in that area? I mean, that market's insane. So what does he think a house is going to cost? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, we're probably targeting that, you know, 1.2 or 1.3. But you need most of that money. You're going to need that money. Except, but wait, in the next two years, how much bonus money is going to come in on each year? Is it going to be the same 150 a year? Yeah, around that mark, maybe a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. So it it should be around like 200. Here's what I'm thinking. You're going to add to the money, but you also really should put some money into these kids' plans. I really, I think that's important. So what I would do is... Are you going to file in Maryland for this year, but not next year? That's Is that what's going to happen? Okay. I don't know what the Washington state plan is, but I know, and and there's no state income tax in Washington. So you're probably going to be in a better tax position once you move to Washington state. What I would do is this. I would right now take advantage of the fact that you guys have this money on hand. I would put 30 grand into each kid's account of that 275, I'd take 60 and pop. I, I would do that right now. And then the rest, you now have to start building for this house. And so if, it, you know, and that still gives you a, a good base, right? You're, but the problem is that you really, if you're going to tell me it's a year, I'm going to say you got to keep this money on hand because a year is, can go by pretty quickly and we just would never want to take risk with that money. But if you think it's more like, oh, no, it's going to be three or five years, then we could do something different with it. So my guess is that depending on, you know, 
what you find, where you are, what rates are. I'd rather do this sooner than later. And the reason why I really think a year is, makes more sense is presuming you like it. You'll know after a year whether you like it or not. If you hate it, you're going to leave, right? right. But uh, in a year, you're going to know. You're going to research everything, and rates are still going to be decent. I think that as you start waiting and waiting and waiting, uh, it's going to get harder for you to pull the trigger. And then you're going to end up like we had a call recently with somebody who's like, oh, I have $400,000 in cash. I was going to use it to buy a house. We decided not to. And then you have a lot of lost opportunity. Can you live with a, a one-year yeah. gun to your head? When's the actual move taking place? Yeah, well, at the end of the month, we move. I can live with a year. I think what we were ultimately planning is to, you know, so we're brand new to the area. Wanted to make sure that we had enough time to really figure out where we wanted to plant roots. And so our idea was probably a year to two mm -hmm. running, and then kind of use that time to figure out if the, but it would be, yeah, we would probably still want it liquid in case yeah. we found the right spot. And right. Even if it's within two, I, you still have to keep it liquid, but you know, get on it. You know, it's a very, it's fun to do that in a new area. Are you working at, at a company where you have uh, a lot of colleagues in that area, like in Washington state? No. And as part of what I'm going there to do is to build the team. Oh, I see. Uh, all right. Well, everyone listening from Washington State, why don't we give Edward some ideas? The only thing I really know about Washington State is the market's on fire and that there is all these towns outside of, say, Seattle or uh, you know, they, they've all gotten very expensive. And also they have this strange state requirement now to carry long-term care insurance. So you may have to deal with that. You don't have to do it till next year, but that's going to be yeah. something you have to pay attention to. Yeah. That was the one thing I did. I picked up on it. I just didn't see that it was a major expense, like the tax they put on there. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world to have long-term care insurance. This is quite a rule to have in place. It, it certainly, it's going to impact you. So just, okay. we're going to have to build that in. You know, maybe what you should do is go check out, you know, we've had sponsors of our other shows. Uh, Policy Genius probably has some long-term care options that are there. So you can check that out also. If you run into a problem, let us know. Well, maybe we can find somebody to help you out. I think it's an exciting time for you guys. And it sounds like you're in really good shape. I think definitely put some money in those 529 plans. And then you're going to just manage the cash and start looking. I, I have a feeling, I don't know why, but I get the sense you're a very organized person. Am I right? I am, yes. You're going to have that nice, tidy spreadsheet with all the things you want. Good schools, nice house, da, 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 da. And you're going to really see what's out there. And you're going to go neighborhood by neighborhood. And, and you know, this will be kind of a fun way to get to know the place also is just go, like, explore different parts. Are you going to be working remotely or in an office? Kind of a combination of the both. I'll be covering a pretty large territory. So it'll be in the office and on the road quite a bit. All right. Well, maybe you can go a little bit uh, farther afield also in that respect, right? right? We wish you the very best of luck. So really appreciate you taking the time to give us a holler. If you, like Edward, have a big move planned, if there's something major going on in your life and it ripples across your real life, your financial life, let us help you out. Go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Hit the contact button. Tell us what's going on. Let Mark and me help you out. We are both certified financial planners. We can do that. If you're just listening and you want to know the email address, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Now, don't forget to go out and lift someone up. And our mantra here at Ion Money, curiosity, compassion, community. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week.
If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.